0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the
1: official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Thanks
2: for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan.
1: Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan.
3: What's the most resilient parasite? Prime time with Isaac and Sue. Can build cities, can transform the world, and rewrite all the rules. That's what I'll be doing every single night, which is why
1: No,
3: no, no, no. I to steal it. What
4: are
2: you talking about, Willis?
3: This is Primetime with Isaac and Soup.
4: it it's gonna work. It's passable, okay? This this isn't terrible.
3: The best in local, regional, and national sports. With no hidden agenda. Primetime with Isaac and Soup on 1080 the fan.
1: Hey
2: what it do? Ahoy. What's ah, up? Yeah no. Good Wednesday. Yeah, it's What's not raining, on? sun's
1: out? Yeah that's great. Short sleeves, let's go. It's great out
2: there. We've got Schulte back. In the saddle over there. He's our new producer, sort of.
1: Well, he is for the next foreseeable, what, three months? I guess yeah, it was a twelve-week uh, gig that he got away. So well, you know my theory on that. Twelve weeks. I I'm, I'm still saying that the uh, the betting public says that that Buckley never returns. But you he know, sent us some
2: Club uh, 1080 content today on text. Yeah.
1: So we already know that he so hates he's still producing. Exactly. He hates being around his family because he's still sending in gambling picks and club material. I forgot to look at it. I can assure Ryan Buckley that any of the times that Ooh. Isaac Rop has been gone, I've never gotten a random Rop vacation text. Hey guys. Stop hey. Guys, just <laughs> wanted to make sure you guys had this for the show yeah i can't Top say topic yeah 17 18 years together i can't say that that text has ever rolled in
2: oh uh so i just clicked on what he <laughs> sent us did you see this uh no i have not looked at it yet porn stars pet python
1: bites partners brr- oh in horror scene well, blood everywhere well i mean that's your fault yeah. for being with a uh, a snake gal You know, wow!
2: I have snake news today. Do you hot snake hot snake news? Yeah. Did you see the size of that python they caught in uh, Florida?
1: Yeah, that thing is. uh, But I didn't see it was like a record or anything, right? They said it was the second biggest. Yeah, yeah. So because the headline said, I believe it was near record.
2: That thing was 17
1: feet, yeah. <laughs> 300 pounds. It weighed more than me. No Significantly. Thank you. A python. And imagine that thing wrapping itself around you.
4: Mm. Like, no. Terrifying. Which makes yeah. me think of the movie Anaconda. Nope. Right out.
1: Well, there is like that one dude. Uh, he goes you on... mean
2: the documentary Anaconda? <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, that's
4: exactly uh, what I the... mean, Isaac.
1: Yeah, uh, I've the, seen those documentaries. Play the new fun game of what accent is John Voight going for in that movie? Because if you don't get it right, you're racist. I'm not sure <laughs> which is worse: Harrison Ford's attempt at a Russian uh, accent in K nineteen, The Widowmaker, or John Voight's accent, whatever that's supposed to be. I, at least with Ford's, you're like, man, like guess that's an attempt at Russian. The Void one, I don't know what that is. Uh, it's it's something else. But it stars uh, Ice Cube and Jennifer Lopez as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, all-star cast.
4: Star-studded, baby. That, those 90s movies that you just go back and watch 20, 25 years later, you're like, oh, my God, everybody was in this. And it was still a piece of S. Oh. Right.
1: And the, 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 the special effects, you know, the, it doesn't quite hold up the way it used to. You know, Spielberg, when he was filming Jaws, the reason why you never see Jaws is he didn't like the shark. His whole that wasn't supposed to be that way. It's just that he he always said, like, he didn't have the shark. And so he decided that he couldn't show it. And it ended up being great because it built all the suspense. But in reality, it was just it looked terrible. Maybe they should have done that with Anaconda. I think they got a little too yeah, confident more. that they had the snake. Show when, it right at the end. There you go. Same thing with the predator Same thing with the predator. You well, know, all that, those. Yeah,
2: predator was like that. And yeah. you know what else was like that? That made a mint was a Blair Witch Project.
4: Yeah, there was no. Like, yeah,
1: you never saw anything.
2: You never saw anything till right at the very end. Yeah. I mean. If we're going
4: creepy old movies from the 90s, remember Arachnophobia with Jeff Daniels and John Goodman? Oh, yeah. Saw that, I think, for the first time when I was 10, and I'm like, no, thank you. And it was like this series of towns surrounding Jeff Daniels' house at the end, and then he had to fight like a big spider.
1: What the hell? Well, he had to fight a bunch of big spiders. That scene where Ooh. they go into the barn at the well, end. Well, that is what the movie's
2: about.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, right there it's in, right
1: the in the title. right in the title. title. <laughs> I mean, it's no human centipede or anything, but it's uh, it's something. Really? God. Jeez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> By the way, Masters Pete is in the house. Yeah, you can't see him. He's, he's tucked away in a corner. Yeah, but. if
2: you're watching on CW, I don't know if he's on TV or not, but he's think, over there. I don't think we have that angle.
1: Yeah, but that's like the
2: hidden corner Yeah, where yeah. stuff can go down and <laughs> you won't be on camera. No, it's the
1: one safe spot that we have.
2: Uh, he will not be on our air today saying that, he, that uh, Dana
1: Altman should be fired. <laughs> Give it time. That will not happen. Still giving the thumbs down right there. I'm waiting for the fire Dan Lanning. They lose to USC. Well, he's a big then, Chip uh, Kelly guy, so yeah. watch out, Lanning. <laughs> Bring him back, Chip. He's talking about a guy who's the shine came off him a little bit. I know Chip's not. Not, a, not according to Masters Pete. Well, Chip's not a bad coach, not by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, what he did at Oregon in, what was it, like four years? He, he was here yeah. a short time. That it was, was magical. That was just, that's one of those that you'll never replicate, and he will never replicate. Just. You mean he's not going to do that at UCLA? No, no. Well, it's weird. I mean, like, he did, he, he changed, we were talking about films, like, Spielberg and that whole shark thing up. changed the way people made films. The Blair Witch Project led to an entire genre of, like, found footage movies. Now there's a million of them. All the paranormal activities and, and Cloverfield and all that. I mean, that was the the first one of those. And Chip, Chip changed football. The whole, the whole concept of of no huddle, and uh, it's been around for a long time, but that whole blur offense, whatever the hell you want to call it, and the the sign cards, and, like, he ran. Sometimes he'd run the same play seven times in a row. I remember, like, talking on, on air to, to teams that they were playing and being like, well, we did some extra conditioning this week. Like, teams literally went out and ran, like, seventh-grade wind sprints to try to get ready for Oregon, and now... Tempo just isn't a isn't Why don't you a thing. Take your butt out of here. Teams have adjusted to it, and it's a it's a it's a tool. I mean, some teams use it, but it's not. A...
3: Hey, will you shut up?
1: At the time, it was like he developed well, a, a weapon that no one else had.
2: Look, he's no Dan Lanning, okay?
1: <laughs> well, he can't. Re- well, and part of the problem is that he doesn't like to recruit, and when you don't like to recruit, that tends to, you know, be a bit of a thorn in your side. There, talking All about right. Kelly, not Dan Lanning. I think Dan oh. Lanning lives for recruiting.
2: Mm. I thought you were talking about
1: my man. No. (laughs) I think Dan wakes up talking with his pads and talking about recruiting.
3: They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. He's
1: fighting for recruits. Well, he'll be on our show tomorrow.
3: Uh,
2: Oh, we have a special guest today. Did you know this? This might be
1: news to you. What's happening? We have a special guest. What? Masters Pete? I know. He's right there. He brought me carrot cake. It was delightful.
2: Masters Pete's favorite guest of our show Mm -hmm. is coming on our show. Do you remember... Joey Harrington.
1: I do remember Joey Harrington,
2: former Ducks quarterback. Yes, he will be on our show at three thirty. Bourbon news, I'm assuming. Yeah, we're going to get an update on the Bourbon Barrel Benefit. Nice. He's got he's uh, auctioning off or he's raffling off
1: yes some bourbon, mm-hmm.
2: and uh, you guys need to know, if you haven't heard about it, uh, you guys need
1: to know about it. So let's go. Let's make a big push.
2: So he's going to be on in uh, twenty minutes. See what see what he's doing.
1: Tasty. Well, he's probably laying down with that weird uh, motion machine on his leg. I think that's probably what yeah. he's doing. Knee surgery. And then he'll talk to us about uh, you know bourbon and whatnot. Uh, so that'll be in 20 minutes. Right now,
2: uh, poll question on X at 1080. The fan, as always, it's brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling. Family business helping families for over 60 years. AAA, iaq.com. Wrapping up yesterday, we asked, if Oregon or Washington slip up in November, where will it be? 54% said Washington at Oregon State. Yeah. said Oregon against Oregon State. 15% said Washington this weekend against Utah. And then only 10% said USC uh, will beat Oregon.
1: No, not many people have faith in USC. I mean, I was going through and I was listening to some of the interviews today. They were talking to players. They've been interviewing both of the the co-defensive coordinators now. And boy, I'll tell you what, it doesn't inspire a lot of faith. (laughs) What'd they say? Do oh, we need to
2: play some audio? No,
1: there's nothing groundbreaking in there. They said that they're gonna try to simplify things. I mean, they're not well, gonna that's what, that was your yeah, they're not gonna try to reinvent the wheel. The problem is well, you that can't. no, and it's and so USC can simplify all they want, but the the, the the end of the day, even if you do simplify things, you don't have enough lead in the pencil and you don't have enough sand in your ass to hold up against Oregon. I mean, it's it's one thing to it's mm. it's it, it's one thing to say that we just line up and play, but USC is a small defense. It's not a big physical group. I mean, Bear Alexander, he's a, he's a black bear. He's not brown bear. He's not grizzly. He's a, he's not this big, huge run stuffing guy. Both of their edge guys are in the, probably the two thirties, two forties. Um, God, they have a linebacker. That's like Victor Wimbanyama Gentry. He's like six, seven. He weighs like seven pounds. They just aren't like a big, rugged defense. So, I do think if you're USC, it behooves you to simplify things, and that's what they've talked about doing. Sean Newell said that they may go into this thing with one call. <laughs> it's just, wow. you know, and and so is like you're going to have to simplify it because what you're doing is just leaving gaping holes, but when you do simplify and you try to play heads up, that was my whole thing, is just try to force Oregon to go in chunks down the field as opposed to big plays. But Oregon is very capable of going down the field in chunks. So I just don't think that people have a lot of faith in no matter what they do to stop Oregon because they haven't stopped anyone all year. And I don't think that playing with a, a chip on your shoulder or simplifying things, I just don't think they have the personnel right now and, and honestly, the grit and the toughness to, to play with Oregon. So they can score with anybody. And to be fair, their games, even the ones they've lost, they're close games. They're not getting blown out. So, you know, I, I I expect this to be a game. I don't think it's going to be, uh, Utah. I don't think Oregon's going to come out and, you know, and, and beat them 55 to, to nothing. This could be a shootout. I just, when I look at this, I just don't see where USC's defense is good enough to, to, to allow them to win this game. Maybe if it was SC, it would worry me a little bit more, but you know,
2: Here's today's poll question: <clears throat> Which of these quarterbacks do you think will have the best career in the NFL? Uh, Michael Penix, Caleb Williams, Bo Nix, or Jaden Daniels? Uh, vote on our poll question at 1080 The Fan on X and vote hard.
1: Yeah, well, the the interesting one is is Bo, and most of the mocks I've seen, Bo is two or three off the board. It's not Penix, and it's not. Uh, I only
2: looked at one mock. Yeah, only because I wanted to see who were the top four quarterbacks off the board. Yeah, Drake May. So the one I looked at, and there's a million of them. So it, I yeah, you know, there's I a ton. Know. Caleb Williams goes one. Drake May goes two. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick's went six, I think, to the Giants, or maybe it was four to the Giants. Yeah, I, can't I remember s-
1: most of almost everyone I've seen, and I've looked at a bunch. I've never seen him lower than than probably eight.
2: Uh, I think McCarthy went ten to the Patriots. Uh, Daniels went to the Raiders and uh, like fifteen or something. Mm -hmm. And then Penix, they had it twenty. Yeah, Penix going to the Vikings.
1: Penix has taken some slides. I think people are concerned about the injury. Uh, and then I the think injury, what do you mean? The well, one from this year? No, 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 or not just, just, he's he's generally he, last year was the first time he had ever finished a season. He had season ending injuries. Yeah, he's his first been healthy three this years. year.
2: He's been tough.
1: Yeah. But I think people get scared about that. And I think he more than anyone else. And I think it's an unfair thing. Cause I think he's got a better arm than anyone in not named Caleb Williams. Uh, I think people are worried that he's a system guy. You know, I, I think there's, I, I What think, does that mean
2: like he's, like I feel like he's the one of all of them that can make all the throws. He can, which would mean he's not a system guy.
1: I think the idea is that he plays in DeBoer's system, that it's very passer friendly, and his receivers. That it's just it's kind of one of those where, um, he, they just it's it's the same thing. Like when when all those air raid quarterbacks were coming out, I've seen people that are just going to say that he is Whoa. merely a system guy.
2: Yeah, I, do you buy that? I don't, I don't buy I don't it at all. I agree with that. I
1: really like Michael Penix. He's good. If Penix didn't have the, and he's got the size, like I said, the arm, the only thing that would scare me is the injuries. If Penix had never been hurt, to me, Michael Penix is in conversation for the second quarterback in this. But I think that's what's dropping people down, and then I think people are trying to nitpick him. But I I don't think there's another player, including Caleb Williams, that throws a better ball, a better deep ball than Penix. He can throw from one hash to the other. Uh, He's got touch on it. And the fact that he doesn't have to play under duress or so that he has big time receivers to, to to throw to, then we can say that about a lot of, you know, we can say that about, you know, C.J. Stroud, the same knock that was on C.J. Stroud last year coming out of Ohio State, and, and he's been just fine.
2: Yeah, that's a pretty good comp,
1: actually. I think it's actually a really good one when I look at the two yeah. of them. Because Stroud,
2: but- yeah. Because Stroud can wing it mm-hmm. a little better than Bryce Young. Yep.
1: And both are athletic smaller. but choose not to run. They are definitely pocket guys, but they have good pocket presence. They move around. And the big knock on them was that they played in a system where just get the ball to your receivers and and I think they ask more of Penix than they did CJ Stroud at Ohio State. Is Caleb Williams still
2: the number one guy? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's gonna take it's gonna take a lot for him not to be. But I can see, I'll bet you, by the time, we love to tear people down. We just love it. And there are things to nitpick about Caleb Williams. We've talked about it. I think his pocket presence is dreadful. I think USC and that old line and and the way he plays and has to play, I think it is absolutely dreadful. And in the NFL, that is going to have to <laughs> fundamentally change. You watch the play like against UW that everyone's like freaking out about where he had the little curly Q and turn and threw one off his back foot. 35 yards downfield on a rope. I mean, that play is insane. In the NFL, he gets drilled or that ball gets intercepted. Like, you just can't play like that. And while I love the improv that he brings, I don't think anyone has been uh, a good comp with Pat Mahomes uh, since, since he came out. He reminds me of his ability to extend plays and the arm angles and all of that with Patrick Mahomes. But Patrick Mahomes can also play on time. And that's the only thing that would scare me about Caleb Williams is, is he going to be that guy that is just a greedy little pig and wants to take everything downfield as opposed to taking what the defense gives you? And you just, he escapes by the hair of his chinny, chin, chin so many times in college. He won't escape any of those in the NFL. They will hunt him down. He is not Lamar Jackson. So there are some things that I think people will nitpick, and maybe someone is going to like the you know whether it's it's uh, Drake May or maybe they love the 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 dual threat nature of Bo Nix, someone's going to make that case. But I would be <clears throat> head to the floor shocked if Caleb Williams isn't the number one overall pick.
2: All right, vote on our poll question at ten eighty the fan on X. Brought to you by Triple A Heating and Cooling. Which of these quarterbacks do you think will have the best career in the NFL? Penix, Nix, Williams, or Daniels? Uh, vote. You can text the Vancouver Ford text line at 503 five zero three eight six four. 6326. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. VancouverFord.com. We'll have Joey on in about 15 minutes, uh, get an update on the bourbon. But uh, up next, why doesn't the college football playoff rankings take this into account? It seems that's next on the fan.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?
3: Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan.
2: All right, we're going to get caught up with uh, Jay Joseph in our next segment because we can't get enough of him. No, we can't quit him. You know what the other thing is? I have news. Yeah. And the news is that on Friday, our show is shortened by Ducks basketball. Oh my goodness. Wait again? I believe so. All right. You can double check. No. <laughs> Look at him! He's all fired up. He's like, "All right." Well, I
4: got a long, long evening. I got oh, USC kickoff is at seven thirty on Saturday night. That means I got to be there at
2: three, and I'm probably gonna be there too. You gonna take
4: the
1: party bus down at two a.m.? I don't it, think I don't think the party bus is leaving that early. I can't believe they're allowing our company to have a party bus.
4: I know. Two p.m. it leaves. Mm. I got to take the Odyssey truck. So no, I nice. I, we have I a truck. Gotta stay sober. I didn't know that. Are you
1: take? Is it the wolf truck? It's the wolf truck.
2: That is correct. <laughs> Ow! Still advertising our Facebook for now, 5, The ninety
4: nine. No,
1: are we shorting on the back end or the front?
2: Okay, so um, a lot going on there. Okay, yeah. the the party bus is two p.m. to uh, two a.m. If yeah. you if you want no, to go,
1: right. to the
2: big game. <laughs> I'm all right.
1: Um, I was on the first party bus, and I don't need yeah, to be on this one.
2: Bad things happened. Yeah.
1: I was on the infamous Michael Lansing party bus, yeah. and we're, we're good.
2: So, no, we're shortened uh, on the back end, so we we have to be off at 530. Okay. So we're going to have to negotiate with Joey. I don't know if he's going to come on early well, well, on Friday. Well, we can have him on today. Or then... we just talk to him in seven minutes. It's possible. Maybe a double dip. We don't know. Um. Okay, real quick on the college football playoff rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bar two's always on touting how they're very easy to predict yes. their behavior. And that is so true that they are.
1: Yeah. Um, and They talk out of both sides of their mouth, which is what I think drives people crazy.
2: Well, a lot of people are just picking apart, particularly this ranking this
1: year. That's pretty easy to do.
2: Well, the thing that doesn't make sense is they always tout strength of schedule. Mm-hmm. And yet, if you look at strength of schedule, the two teams, one of them being undefeated... Mm-hmm that have the best strength of schedule among the top 6 are 5th and 6th. Exactly. Makes no sense. So Washington okay, so Ohio State is first mm-hmm. in the rankings. Yes. And that's probably because of the Penn State
1: win, right? Yes. They're claiming that Ohio because State Because Penn State is 10th in the rankings. Yeah. And this is the part that's going to jam people up. When you go just off resume, fine. Ohio State's there. But if you're going by the eye test Ohio State is not the number one team in the country by a mile. Well, they're clearly saying resume. Yes, but then as we get to the back end, it doesn't become resume at all. It becomes eye test, and that's what's driving people nuts. So Ohio State's strength of schedule is 45th. Mm-hmm. Georgia is second
2: in the rankings. Their strength of schedule is 61st. Mm-hmm. Michigan is third in the rankings. Their strength of schedule is 82nd. Yep. Florida State, a little better. They're fourth. They are forty fourth in strength of schedule. Washington is fifth. They're fifteenth. Yeah. So why are they fifteenth? Oregon is sixth,
1: and they are thirty ninth in well, strength of schedule. Well, and if and if you're going with resume too, so it, the fact that Washington and Florida State are there clearly lets you know that the eye test does matter to people. So does reputation. And then if we want to get into the one loss teams, and this is what Greg McElroy saying, and he's started a whole firestorm here. Even though I think what McElroy saying is really you you can't really debate it if we're going to sit there and we're going to compare one loss teams because who's behind oregon so you have texas yes and alabama and by the way they're
2: both top 10 in strength of schedule
1: and so this is my point so we've said that resume matters right so we've looked at ohio state and we said nope that's a resume thing clearly they don't pass the eye test but then as we get into the the two three four five then it very much becomes well it's Certainly not the the the, uh, the the resume builder there, and then we get to to six at Oregon, and Oregon's back to the eye test again because Oregon, you look at it, and I don't think anyone disagrees that Oregon's the best one loss team. But again, if we're going off resume, Texas and Alabama have much better resumes than Oregon. Oregon has a win over one team with a winning record, one. Oh, that's
2: what McElroy said. Yes, Utah's
1: the only team that has a winning record that they have beaten. The the next best win, record-wise, is Colorado.
2: So, And yet, they're ahead of Texas and Alabama. Yes,
1: and Texas, you know, if you're going to... Look, Texas right now is a hurt quarterback, and and Texas doesn't look great. But if we're going to say that Oregon's best win is, is Utah, and you drubbed Utah on the road, guess who Texas beat on the road? Alabama, Texas also have wins. I believe over four or five other top twenty-five teams, and Alabama has better wins. Well, Alabama than, than,
2: has wins over Ole Miss, Tennessee, and LSU. Yeah, all ranked. They also won at Texas A and M. So that,
1: you know, and right. that's the shines come off that. So you know, look, I'm not trying to sit here. Look, if you gave me a neutral field right now, and you told me Oregon had to play Alabama or Texas. Certainly with Texas with a backup quarterback, I'll take Oregon. But what drives people nuts is you sit there and you tell us that it is merit based and that it's resume based and it's strength and schedule and all this crap, and that goes right out the window. It's all very convenient with how they they put people, and so just say, yeah, weird. so just say that Oregon looks better, plain and simple. And then you got like John Wilner down there. <laughs> actually has Oregon ahead of UW, which is the most ridiculous thing known to man. Wow.
4: Well, and Josh Pate has had Oregon since the beginning of the season as one of the college football playoff teams. I mean, so there's been a couple of like hmm. softer voices that have said, no, Oregon's up there and they're going to be up there.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, none so, of it really matters. Because they all have to
1: play each they're other. They're all going
2: to so. play and it, it will work itself out or at least hopefully.
1: But yeah, it's it doesn't
2: they're weird it doesn't add up
1: no it just it's it it drives me crazy but at the same time it drives me crazy when people sit there and yell and scream and get all worked up and we do this every year with three or four weeks to go we sit here and we bitch and moan but remember that michigan ohio state still have to play each other alabama and georgia will probably still have to play each other there's a very good chance that oregon and washington still have to play each other and the only way really that doesn't happen washington is not going to lose twice. Washington can still lose once and they'll be fine. Yeah, if
2: they beat Utah, they pretty much wrap up a spot in the title game, don't they?
1: Yes, because at that point they can still they lose can a game lose and, and, and they'd be fine. So yeah, they as long as they beat uh, Utah or they beat Oregon State, like they just need to win two of their next three they're Oh, end.
2: yeah, okay, so they could lose. That's not true. So so even if they beat Utah, they could still lose to Oregon State and Washington State and not make it. So, yeah, but so then, they cannot wrap up a spot in
1: there. But then draft. it would have to go into some tiebreakers, and they couldn't completely wrap it up. Then there would Watch be t- Arizona
2: sneak into that game.
1: <laughs> I mean, USC, technically, if USC wins out, like yeah, it gets they're interesting. are only two losses. If Utah wins out, but Washington. There are
2: two losses in the league. Yeah,
1: Washington is is going to be in the Pac-12 title game. See they it? should be. So the only way this doesn't get a rematch between Oregon and Washington 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 is if Oregon stubs their toe and if they do then they didn't deserve a rematch in the first place so I just this idea of whoa Oregon Washington where does it who cares let them play in Vegas and then it'll it'll solve itself and by the way that is a best case scenario if you're a Pac-12 fan because I think there's a chance if things break your way you could get them both in remember Kansas State last year went undefeated in the Big 12 lost a very close one to Kansas State in the Big 12 title and still got in you wait you said
2: Kansas State. Oh, I'm sorry, Can- TCU. TCU, yeah. Sorry,
1: TCU ran the table in the Big 12, undefeated, lost in the Big 12 title game to Kansas yeah, State, still made and still made it. Uh, Ohio All State, right. a couple years ago, lost to Penn State in the Big 10, or in the didn't even go to the Big 10 title game and still made it in. So if Washington wins out, no team has ever gone perfect through the Pac-12 season. If they win out... And they lose a close game in the Pac-12 title game to Oregon. There is a strong chance, depending on how else this plays out with the other teams, there's a strong chance you could still make a case that Washington belongs in, as long as they didn't get thumped. So, just everyone, deep breath, no, and let the, let the games play out and, and right. see what happens.
2: Let's check in with Joey Harrington coming up next. We'll see what he uh, we'll see where his worry meter is. On the USC game this weekend as well. Uh, it is 3:30. Here's Schulte.
3: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. <laughs>
1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like...
0: We need the report ASAP.
1: You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich, golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Tourist, tour two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a realtor can make all the difference, because that's... Who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.
5: Story time with Joey on 1080, the fan.
2: Well, will you look at this? We've got a little bonus story time with Joey Harrington this week because we wanted to make sure to get an update on the bourbon barrel benefit. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: former Duck and Lion and Dolphin and Falcon and quarterback and current dead knee holder, Joey Harrington. Dead. Dead knee holder? Yeah, don't you have some dead guy's cartilage in your knee?
5: <laughs> oh, 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 I thought you were like dead leg, like dead knee. I was like, is that like some new style of holding? Because I was, I was a holder. Oh, um, I remember, oh. Remember, really? remember Josh, remember Josh Frankel?
1: No, Kickers? I don't remember Josh not, Frankel. Not I would, no, I don't have
5: my Frankel Come jersey. Come <laughs> on, jeez. Anyway, he was a kicker uh, my junior year. There at Oregon, and he's up in Portland. Uh, is helps out with the foundation, and, and whenever we're together, he introduces me as his holder. Oh. So um, <laughs> you know that's that's where I thought you were going with that.
1: No, no, no. He's no. yeah. holding hard. Yeah. Or, and were you a good holder?
5: Was I a good holder? <laughs> Does a hundred pounds of dough make a big old cookie? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. What, yeah, what, I, what I makes was, a good yeah. holder? I don't know. Yeah. What absolute perfection in placement of ball and laces under any circumstance and any weather condition or any otherness.
1: Okay. Hmm. Why is it always the Why is it always a backup quarterback? Why isn't it like a, a great receiver with like really good hands? Wouldn't that make a better holder? You know, it's funny. So, well, obviously, I wasn't the backup quarterback.
5: No. I was was playing most of the time. Um, But my theory on this, it's it's twofold. One, it's the backup quarterback because they've got a little bit more time on the hands. But two, quarterbacks actually have great – quarterbacks play catch more than anybody. No, they is, literally just I guess that's just that true. just just fireballs at each other all all day, all practice. And, Yeah, wide receivers do that, you know, do that too. But you know, they got like the fancy gloves and stuff, yeah. and like you know, they're it, you know, it's the quarterbacks that just get in there with the kickers and and you know and just make it happen. So you, but when you get to the NFL, it's never the quarterback; it's the punter. Yeah, it's, it's always, always the punter because the they 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 always they don't they don't they don't have as much to do during practice either. So they just, you know, hit wedges behind the the yeah. utility shed. That so damn you, Tom
1: Tupa. I hate him so you much. You never yeah.
2: uh you never Tony Romo to snap?
5: I never Tony Romo to snap, but I did uh, I did celebrate with um, the kicker um, prior to Josh Frankel and then he tore his ACL during that celebration.
1: Ooh ouch. Grammatica style.
4: Yeah. Well yeah. that's
5: not your fault uh, though. Well, I mean, I was bigger than him, and we kind of jumped up together, <laughs> and then, like, when we came down, like, you know. grammatica. It's, kind of, it's But grammatica did it on his own. Like, we yeah, were, yeah. like, he was kind of back, Nate was kind of backing up, and, like, you know, we jumped up. He hit the, I think it sent us to overtime. And, um, yeah, we're going straight, like, man, we're going right down the tube of, like, you know, story time here on on my horrible memory. Yeah, sorry. uh, So on
2: on that note... You had had knee surgery. For those who don't know, Joey comes on our show every Friday at Mm -hmm. 5.30. It's a must listen. But if you miss it, and you listen more this time of day, um, Joey had knee surgery, and I think his knee right now is in a continuous motion machine. Am I right about that?
5: Oh, I'm sitting next to the continuous motion machine. Okay. Yeah.
2: Good. But the biggest thing, the big news is, and this is the reason we wanted to catch up today, is uh, you you announced uh, last week on our show the the bourbon barrel benefit? It's year two where he's giving away all this Pappy Van Winkle on his Weller, like this great bourbon. And we wanted to uh, find out where uh,
5: where you're at. Well, we are. You know, it's we're, we're we're trucking. We're we're moving along. uh We're running through Sunday. We're currently. We had an incredible first weekend. You know, we jump out of the gates. Uh, I think we brought in, like, 15,000 uh, in the first weekend. We're sitting right around 22 right now. I'd like to, I'd love to be able to get to that 25 by the end of the day. Okay. Um, and, of course, everybody, like, puts it off and, like, oh, wait until the very end and then they come in and buy some tickets. That's what happened last year, at least. But, um, yeah, it's, it's... – look, fundraising sucks. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) I love the nonprofit world. Like to be able to sit there and like to have a direct impact on students and say, Hey, you know, I get to know them and know, you know, what makes them tick and then connect them with people to help, you know, further their opportunities is absolutely incredible. The stuff that allows me to make that happen, the fundraising piece, it sucks. Like, (laughs) Hey, (laughs) How about you know giving me some of your money? So I appreciate you having me on, and that's why I kind of do it with like these fun things, like yeah. hey, you can't find a bottle of Pappy Van, you know, Pappy Van Winkle twenty year on the shelf, and literally, I mean, if you did, well, it would be gone in an instant. But you, the other thing that we're giving away is um, Buffalo Trace donated a a barrel of Weller Full Proof that I got to go out and select, and so this is a single barrel of Weller Full Proof that. Um, well, because it's my barrel, uh, doesn't exist on the shelf either. So these are like uniform bottles that you can't get anywhere.
2: Yeah, you can't get them anywhere. No, nope. I mean anywhere. No, nope. because pappy is a thing. But you know, I, from what I understand, and I'm not one of these guys that will chase down these rare bottles. But I think a, if a liquor store gets it in, they'll hold it back, right for their for
1: their own. They they have to sell well, it. At, they have to sell yeah. it at the at the price. But most of the people hold them
5: back. They hold them back they, for their. Well, no the so so the state uh, you, they're, they're allocated so few bottles of happy yeah. that as soon as it comes into the state, it actually goes into a raffle for the <laughs> the right to purchase oh. so they don't distribute it uh-huh. to the to the liquor stores, however, they do distribute the weller full proof mm-hmm. that is the stuff that you know if it comes into the liquor store, it either goes to the bars or you know your' you know your friend of the uh yeah, you know, the the liquor store owner saves it for his friends, yeah. but okay. a good customer. I got you. So, or they just But steal even it. in that case, yeah, even well that was last year. That was a better <laughs> story. <laughs> but even in this case, or even in that case where you get like a Weller Full Proof, that's like a, a blend of like, you know, however many barrels they put together. This is literally a I went out with, you know, a world-renowned whiskey critic Ooh. and a whiskey writer, and the two of us picked out this barrel. And he just did a side-by-side with our barrel pick. And this year's, again, if you don't know if you know what the the bourbon hounds, this year's LaRue, William LaRue um, antique collection release. And he's like, they're they're clones. They're like identical. The, the William LaRue is, again, like another $2,500 bottle you'll find. So, again, this is like... This is unicorn stuff that we're just we're just giving away, giving it away. You know, well, well if you're for if the you kids, tickets. yeah, yeah, for the kids.
2: All right, so let me let me tell everybody. So so people are probably salivating right now. Here's what we've got. We we put up a link on our Twitter at 1080 the fan. You can also go to Joey's Twitter if you're on Twitter or yeah. X. And I'm tweeting mine
1: out as well. So we'll Sue's
2: Twitter. Yep. So you can just click that link and you can buy your raffle tickets uh, right there through that. they there are a hundred bucks. Uh, each you can buy as many as you want. One winner wins all five bottles: the Four Weller and the Pappy. And they're only selling, I think. What'd you say, fifteen hundred? I think total tickets. So your your odds are good.
5: Um, I mean, that's that's an incredible, I mean, that, that would be an absolutely mind-shattering number for us to sell. We sold 650 last year, right? Okay. We have to, you know, based on Department of Justice, remember I've told you this, yeah. we now have a, uh, yeah. a gaming license, and we have to set the odds, right? So okay. we're going to sell no more than 1,500. Last year we sold 650. So, you know, it, hey, can't hurt, Right. So hurt.
2: go to X, uh, Twitter, you can you can uh, link to it there if you're on there. Now, if you're not on that social media platform, you can go to HarringtonFamilyFoundation.org and right at the top of uh, Joey's uh, foundation page, you will see a, a green banner that says Bourbon Barrel Benefit. You can click through there and then just buy them securely online. I bought a couple the other night. It takes, I mean, literally 15 seconds. I've got
1: mine pulled up right here and uh, I'm... Clicking on purchase as we speak. So, uh, and yeah, and then
2: all the money goes to his leadership, uh, what is it, the Leadership Scholarship Program? Is that what you call it?
5: Yeah, I still have tr- I I like to call it the Community Quarterback Scholarship, right? Be yeah. a quarterback of your community. But, you know, people thought you had to be an athlete to apply. Anyway, uh, we it's a community leadership-based scholarship program. We find students from all around the state um, and give them four-year College scholarships has nothing to do with grades, test scores. It's community leadership and financial need. What have you done to help improve your community? And then we help open doors and connect them with mentors, um, help with job opportunities. Um, You know, these are students that uh, that have put in a lot of work and um, and sometimes just need a just need a door to be open for them. So pretty amazing students.
2: Well, all the money goes to a great cause, and um, you know, Christmas coming up could be a good uh, gift for uh Ooh. for the bourbon lover in your family. Yeah, it's
1: gonna be a gift to myself if I win. Just, <laughs> me too. Just FYI. Yeah, no gifts here. No.
2: Oh, I mean, that's <laughs> that's I it's know. gonna be a gift from my belly.
5: Hey I got a question. Yeah. Um how come you guys didn't tell me that that um you're on T V now?
1: Well we are humble. Yeah I mean look we that's not, why we're not bragging about being a holder or anything here. We like to, you know, yeah. like to keep it classy here, Joey. Are you watching us?
5: I mean well well no you told me that like hey we do a we do a thing on CW, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. And well, it's just yeah. the first hour of our radio show. Yeah.
5: Well, I was like, how come I don't ever get invited to be part of that? Like that. Well,
1: you, you know, you're not, on you right now. now. I don't know what they're doing for a graphic. If they just have like your like floating head, I don't know how that works. Unless there's a camera. Pretty
5: selfish for you to hog <laughs> on the TV. You know. I mean, geez.
1: oh
2: come on, your pretty face. <laughs> here, I'm going to turn it on. Here, your pretty face is on uh, talking.
1: Ducks, right? Yeah, still, he's, he's talking ducks. Wait, where's that?
5: We we still do some duck
1: talking. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Now I'm not invited on there.
5: How about that?
1: Well, why you're can't... not invited
5: there? You're not invited to the green couch. No. You're not invited
1: to a lot of places. You know, I'm rethinking my. I'm thinking my raffle purchase right now. I want an invitation. <laughs> Can I unbuy those <laughs> raffle tickets? I want an, I want an invitation to the couch yeah. and talking ducks. We're not on there. We were on the other hey. day.
5: Um, you know what? Maybe we should all drink some of this Weller on the green couch.
1: Yes. I love it. Now we're talking.
5: I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there at 7.30 tonight. I think that needs, that needs to be the next TV. That needs We need to do Ooh. CW live from the green couch, drinking the uh, Harrington Family Foundation single barrel select Weller foolproof. That is not a bad idea, sir. <laughs> Count me in. I think by the end of the first hour, we might have to go to commercial <laughs> break. Yeah. <laughs>
2: All right, well, thank you. It's good update. Uh, let's keep uh, those let's keep let's the money push. Come on. flowing in there for,
5: Yeah, if we, uh, if we can hit 25 grand by, by by tonight, that would be a huge that would be a great a, a great step for us, you know, we're halfway through, you know, really making a push to the uh we're going to finish up this, this Sunday, right? Sunday, Sunday evening. So, yeah, if we can get to 25 grand halfway through, that'd be fantastic. Yeah.
2: Okay. Let's go. Links uh, on Twitter or harringtonfamilyfoundation.org easy to buy right there online. Uh, I would ask you about USC, but we'll we'll talk to you Friday, right? So we'll just yeah, we'll cover I mean,
5: it that's, then. that. That's kind of what we do. Yeah. Yep.
2: All right. We'll talk to you then. Thanks, Joey. See you guys. All right. Yeah. Now, last year the winner only won the pappy. Yes. And then they had four additional winners win the well. This year
1: you get the whole kitten. You get all five of them. You get all and one winner. You know, and like you said, last year I mean we're hoping to sell more, but you know six seven hundred. Yeah, six fifty. I mean, you got. Yeah, pretty good odds. In fact, I know the guy that won. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't even like bourbon. He doesn't even like booze. I'm a bourbon fiend. I got to go buy a raffle. ticket. So let's go. 100 bucks. And it goes to a great cause. And, you know, you can deduct it and say you bought a lot more on your taxes. Let's, yeah, so let's make it happen. So they
2: raised 65 G's last year. Yeah. And uh, they're looking to raise, well, they could raise up to 150 G's. Yeah. Uh, with If every ticket sold. That's ambitious. But uh, who knows? Maybe they hit 75, 80, yeah. 100,
1: 100 grand. Like I said, I'm clicking uh, purchase as we speak. All for the kids.
2: All right. Um, hey, we had something happen in the NFL over the weekend that hadn't happened since 2004, and it was awesome. Next on The Fan.
0: Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan.
2: Thank you for Textline, text line. Some, Someone said, did you guys see on X... The guy that had a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle and he mixed it with Sunny D. What? Most people knew it was a joke. Still kind of funny. I have not seen that, and I'm sure it was just fake. You know, he was just well, you know, messing
1: I could, with know, I, I could see, like, Jake Paul doing that. Like, if you've got a bunch of money, oh, I could see, you know. Oh, man. You there,
4: can't be doing that. I could see someone There doing is a that. dude that's on TikTok and all the social medias that goes around to bars and buys the most expensive bottle of booze that they have. And it's thousands sometimes. And then he'll have a mix of margarita with it. You're supposed to drink it Straight, but he'll just throw it in like a Negroni or a margarita or something. I, he so does stupid. this
2: on like for bits, for
4: TikToks, yes. And people, oh. I mean, I, I, admittedly, I'm sucked in. Like, what are you doing? All but yeah, I'm gonna rewatch
1: this. I love the idea that it's it's the Dumb and Dumber thing, you know. Like if if you if you were just some edu- uneducated boob, and then you win a billion dollars, I love the idea that I'm just going and buying the most expensive bottle of booze. And then treating it like it's, you know, Rebel Yell. Uh, there's, <laughs> I, I, I find the uh, the irony in that delightful.
2: When I was a bartender in Kansas City at uh, Harry's, we had a bottle of Louis, mm-hmm. which at the time, Louis was like...
1: Yeah, it's like one of the most
2: expensive things. Yeah, and I don't even remember what we sold the shot for. Nobody no. ever bought it. No. But we had it sitting, and we thought it was cool... Because we didn't have it in a case, you know, we just had it sitting at the bar. Yeah, right. Because a lot of people put it up high in a case and protect it. We were like, oh no, we're so we're so fancy. It's just sitting right there with the rest of the booze. Yeah. Well, people used to throw their tips at the tip jar. Oh no. Yeah. Somebody somebody threw a coin and it hit it oh. and shattered it, all over the bar. So I had. What did they do? Well, actually, did you, you know have what? To- That's. That's a good question. I don't know what ended up happening. I should ask my buddy what ended up happening with that, if that person had to pay for I, I would imagine the bar just ate it. But really? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, well, I what mean, are you going to do?
1: It's like four or five grand, right? Yeah, I that's mean... a lot.
2: And uh, so all of our tips were covered in Louie that night, <laughs> which I thought was great. Yeah. Boy, just— I was sniffing that.
1: Just the idea— of seeing like that, your face weird, like the coin tosses, and you really, yeah. oh. oh no! The one bottle that broke was that, <laughs> and it's weird that just a coin hit it, yeah, Hit it just right, and, and it, it just, shattered, just it. shattered. I wouldn't think that that would yeah. that, that would do it. The People only making thing, it uh, hail on us. I guess. The only thing I've seen like that at all was we were at a uh, we were at a function uh, when I was one of the when I was with the, the Broncos. And someone was a little drunk, and they tipped over uh, like a, a table, and it had a couple bottles of, uh, of Johnny Blue on there, Ooh. and people were pretty, people were pretty pissed. Um, yeah, the guy was kind of being a, whiskey. Yeah, the guy was being a jackass, and you know, there have were, you
2: had Johnny Blue?
1: You uh, like Johnny Blue? I had the Johnny Blue. I think the only time I've had it was probably then when I was with the Broncos, but that was, I mean, God, that was twenty four years ago, and honestly. I don't think that 22 or 23 year old me could probably appreciate Johnny Blue.
4: Yeah, Louis, four grand. Funny fact about Johnny Blue uh, former Mariners pitcher Felix Hernandez allegedly, allegedly had a case of Johnny Blue waiting for him in every locker room on the road. A case? Oh, nice. A, a, like six bottles ready to go for his three game series. How much? <laughs>
1: Jesus Good lord.
4: Well, they, you know, there was... It's like the, souk every show. That's there an, str- an animal. There were struggles, reportedly, with him in the end of his career. Like, I mean, I read reports online that they were having to breathalyze him before starts. Like, these are all just alleged, you know.
2: This is King Felix?
4: The King yes, Felix the, that that I King. know and love? Yeah. The King. Yeah. yeah,
1: apparently he likes him some blue. How about you? Like, the high end... I'm sure if you're a super connoisseur that you can tell that like I can tell the difference between cheap wine and good wine and I can tell the difference between good bourbon, you know, and, and, and you know, your favorite, especially. Yeah. But like the, the most expensive wine that I, that I own is probably like, I like Camus. That's probably the nicest stuff that I drink. And I certainly don't drink that on a day to day basis. And then for like, like booze, like I always have a bottle of Lagavulin 16 in my house. That's kind of my go-to scotch. But again, Not drinking it every night. I can tell the difference between that and and a $10 bottle. I'm not certain that if you gave me a $1,000 bottle of booze or a $1,000 bottle of wine, I'm not certain that I could tell you the difference. I I just, I I don't know. Other than someone saying, "Mm, this is, someone brought to a party I was at once a bottle of like, it was like Kentucky Owl or why? I don't know. Some sort of owl. I never heard of it. But apparently it was some sort of super high end booze, and we were supposed to like take like baby sips of it because apparently it was made of gold or whatever. Meanwhile, I'm pouring five fingers of it over there. So I was like, hey, this was pretty good, and then it turned into a whole thing. I didn't know. You bring a bottle of booze to a party, like you know, I'm assuming, hey man, let's let's pour some out, and then it turns out it's like some super high end thing. I had no idea. Just tasted, tasted like good whiskey. Yeah.
2: Well, if you ever do, have you ever done like t- a blind taste test with? With varying degrees of price points. No, yeah, no. do it, yeah. and we, what you'll find, and you'll you'll have people that know what they're you know I mean they they're uh, capable of understanding what they're drinking. Sure, let's put it that way. Yeah, and and the the you're most very nice Isaac, you're very nice. yeah. <laughs> the most expensive will never win. It almost never wins.
1: See, isn't it the fact then that it's it's expensive because someone tells you that it's expensive?
2: Well, right? not. I mean like Louis is expensive because it's it's like heritage it's yeah, old yeah. it's and it as it ages it's like it's like a passed down uh recipe or something mm-hmm. and it, every generation it gets better I I don't know there's something the whole thing about Louis but I, so sometimes there it's just they tell you and other times it's you know it probably should be that expensive based on how they made it, or how little of, the, of it there is, and how mm. good it, versus how good it is—I don't know, man. But I'm just telling you, I've been i I've been, I've, I've been a part of one with really nice wine, and I've been a part of one with really nice bourbon in it, in but it. also lesser expensive things. Yeah, and the the most expensive stuff didn't win either
1: of. But them. also, Old Crow would never win right, either. Exactly, right.
2: like the one that won. We had a a really good bourbon one, and the the bottle that ended up winning was like sixty nine dollars. Hmm. Uh, Per bottle, yeah, and that was on the low end of some of the stuff that was being tasted. But that's what everybody liked. See, sometimes,
1: yeah, you football's football, and you like what you like, right? Yes, that's right. (laughs) I like the music that I like. I like the music I like. (laughs) (laughs) You kind of like whatever it is you like. Football's Football's football. If you like, if you like, you know, uh, if you like Maker's Mark or you like Tully's, you like Jameson, and that's your favorite, be grateful that you don't have super high end taste.
2: Well, it's also delicious. Yes. It's like you're not, I mean, you're doing just fine. Exactly. Drinking that luxury.
1: <laughs> and you're not having to spend yeah. $3, $4, $500 on a bottle. Well, take the,
4: crappy ma- or the, the crappy makers taste better than like the 200 bottle makers. That's, yeah. The what now? The aged makers. I don't like that as much as just the $30 oh, standard hey, bottle.
2: I tell you what, I love Maker's Mark. Yeah. I think Maker's Mark is delicious.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm. If I'm drinking bourbon, most of the time, like it's just it, I drink a lot of Buffalo Trace. Yeah,
2: that's then, good too.
1: And then Irish whiskey is kind of my go-to, and that's I do midpoint. Like you can get into some like like Redbreast, but I mostly just go back and forth between Jameson and Tullies, and I'm perfectly happy.
2: All right, well, we got to nothing we wanted. to No, nah, we were talking about so, booze. Screw off. Uh, hour two next on the fan.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue.